the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Faith Talk Live on demand. Brought to you by the Outlet Online. Huge savings on the items you need and want. It's a big deal. TheOutletOnline.com. Catch Rick and Dan live in Atlanta weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on 590 WDWD. And again at 3 p.m. on 970 WNIV and 1400 WLTA. Streaming to the world on faithtalkatlanta.com and our mobile app. From the seventh floor of a five-story building, hovering in midair like angels, it's Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. (laughs) Were you trying to get dog stuff off your shoes or were (laughs) Or was that a dance there? That's called dancing, Dan. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Back I was trying to day. keep up behind you. <laughs> oh, you were? Yeah. You weren't exactly sure what he was doing. I, so. It was hard Listen, to tell. Yeah. At my age, you do not want to be behind me. Yeah. You never know yeah. what's going to happen. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. It's hump day. <sighs> Dan, Dan is, uh, Dan's, Dan's got a headache. And uh, he's in the office down the hall from us on the eighth floor. That's our executive producer, Adam the Beard. <laughs> oh, that's my head. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Whatever I... happened to Dan? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, welcome. Where have you been, Missy? We haven't seen you for days. Where, where's I? Was oh, I wait here a minute. On what's Monday? A, what's yeah. you, are you feeling okay? I feel okay. You have morning cheeks. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, little chubby cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> and she also didn't get the memo about the flannel day. Yeah, yeah it's red, thanks, black guys. flannel day. Mm-hmm. I know you were texting about it last night, and then you just didn't include me. Yeah, we have a group chat. That's what Dan and I do every night. Yeah, right. <laughs> I text him, "Hey, what L-O-L. are we gonna wear?" <laughs> I'm Jay. What are you gonna wear? Oh my god! So oh my god! L. <laughs> Did you watch L. Bachelor? L. L. Actually, what it is is we're both over forty, and it's a little chilly in the air. So I should have worn exactly, a flannel. Yeah. Okay, we can plan for another day this week or next week. Okay, flannel day. Flannel, flannel day. day. Yeah. <laughs> flannel Friday. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> Why don't we do this? Since we have fifty some employees here, we'll just send a uh, a blanket email. Yeah. Gets to everyone, and everyone wears flannel. Mm, I like that idea. And we all can get along. Well, I don't know. We'll if we have world that, but... We'll look like one big blanket. <laughs> I feel like flannels sometimes look like blanket patterns. Yeah. The drugs right. you're using, could you share those? <laughs> Poor in Tiana. The, in the green room, Judd Brannan, uh, director and producer of Champion, the movie Steve Hyland produced. We talked mm-hmm. to those guys. What was that, about six months ago? Yeah, and then it came out on uh, DVD yesterday in uh, several stores all around town. So No doubt they'll be wearing flannel. No, I'm sure. Yeah, they're still young though. Are they still? They're they'll look hip in theirs. They'll look grungy in theirs. Like uh, I'm going for the lumberjack look myself. I don't know. Well, you know what you about guys are Bob? Really pulling it off. Thank what you. about Bob called me a lumberjack in the in oh, the did hallway? He? Okay, yeah. Goes, Not hey surprised. There, hey there, lumberjack. <laughs> I said, hey there, Sal Sweezel. Oh, it's a good thing they don't listen, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I've got some good news, Dan. What's uh, that? You and I are about to uh, break out of the sweet spot of our mediocre radio <gasps> oh, careers. Oh, praise the Lord. 
according to Dr. Johnny Hunt of oh, the that, First yeah, Baptist Church good, of, yeah. uh, of Woodstock there. This Hang is on, what he has to say about us. And reach out to me if I can help you in any way. He's going to help us in any way. Is he? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So we're going to start off by sweeping Johnny Hunt Highway there in front of the in front of <laughs> Can the we church. not leaf blow it instead of sweeping? <laughs> no, you start, you start at the bottom. Oh, okay. Everywhere. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but he's going to help you. That's 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 what he said. He just powerful. Oh, that's not what you. No, no. There. He I'm wants sorry. us to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, Technology, I've got so many, Dan. So many buttons today. I don't know which one to push. <laughs> <laughs> just put. Just push in. Just push Cody and reach out go. to <laughs> me if I can help you in any way. Okay. I feel go. better about myself. Thank okay, you very you much. So, after Johnny Hunt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who is a proud supporter of Champion. Uh, yes, movie. he is. I'm excited about this, too. It says that uh, from the University of Central Florida, the amount of time you spend on social media does not increase your rate of mental disorders. Well, that's good, because uh, I've got enough mental disorders as it is. I don't <laughs> that's need where anymore. I was going, see? <laughs> you spend an awful lot of time on Yes, I'm building social. an empire. <laughs> an empire? Yes, a social media empire. Someday you will take over the world. Exactly. Are you really? I need one million followers. Go follow me at Tiana Bogino. <laughs> Do you have your own website? I Tiana don't. I, I was com. just talking to Adam about that. I need to get one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to buy it. Does Jack yeah. have one? No, I don't think so. How about I know Jack.com? I don't, maybe. And I what don't know that one. And what were you saying about now? We were talking uh, before the mics were hot about Steve, your dad. Oh, and you yeah. talked to him yesterday. Mm-hmm. What did he say to you? I was texting him to tell him I miss him because I do that from time to time. Only when I need something like money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, now the truth no, I text out. him and I said, I miss you, Dad. And he's like, I miss you too. And I'm like, I'm so excited to see you soon because I'm going to see my family for Thanksgiving, which I haven't spent Thanksgiving with my family in about two or three years because wow. I haven't lived at home. Well, they keep moving, don't they? No, I keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, oh, she found where we live, where we moved to. Not again. Um, and he's like, I know, I, I wish I could see you more often. Aww. And I was like, oh, Dad, sad. Dad loves you. I know, he and, does. I love him, too. And now that Bethany is gone with, with David, mm-hmm. uh, married, it's a little quieter around the house, isn't it? It is a, a tad quieter around the house. Yeah. And uh, it just doesn't seem to is be there as sadness lively. in the air? Yeah, yeah, there is. Hopefully Kathy's not listening right now or she's going to start crying. So. Oh, yeah. my mom gets so excited when all three all three of my siblings were all oh, home. Yeah, yeah. She's pumped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yep. when my oldest son moved out a number of years ago, probably about eight years ago, we threw a party and we got a renter. <laughs> got a renter. And then when he came back, he's like, Mom, Dad, where's my room? So what would you do if you went home and found that? Somebody else was in your room. Did you share a room well, or did you have No, I room? had my own room, but actually my dad's mom, Nana, she moved into my room for a while. Mm-hmm. And so when I went home, I slept in my sister's room because I couldn't use my room. I thought you were going to say you went home and kicked her out and N- <laughs> made her See ya, sleep on the hit couch. the streets. No, um, <laughs> I slept in my sister's room, but now Nana doesn't live there anymore. So I guess yeah. whenever I go home for Christmas, I'll have my... You have a room? Yeah, I have my bed back. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I know. Are, are you coming back once you once you go and spend the holidays with your family? Are you coming back here? Yes. Ever? Because yes. usually employees don't, do they, Dan? We never see them again. <laughs> no. After I they will. go home, they never come back. Yeah, yeah, after Christmas, I'll be back. We had a guy here, Sarah's Weasel, remember years ago, and he had a cup of coffee in his hand mm-hmm. all the time. He didn't sell much. But, I think he sold maybe one thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then one day he vanished. We've not seen him That's probably in what, no eight or nine, maybe ten years. Yeah, I thought I saw him uh, hanging around the, uh, the closet <laughs> upstairs, but uh, 
Maybe it could have been Bigfoot. I don't know. <laughs> in the promo in the, closet. In the promo closet. You never know what you're going to find I in know, there. I know, seriously. <laughs> Bad news for those uh, Ozzy fans, and I know that uh, you're an Ozzy fan. Oh, I definitely. Yeah. Now, now you're talking about Ozzy Osbourne, Ozzy not Osbourne. Ozzy's like, not like, like Dr. Dr. Jill. Like Dr. Yeah. Jill, yeah. who's coming back, right? Did yes, she, she is. Did she reschedule? She did. Dr. November, Dr. Yeah. Ozzy is coming back. Mm-hmm. No, this uh, this is not Dr. Ozzy. This is Ozzy Osbourne uh, doing his farewell tour beginning uh, April 2018's running through 2020. He says this will be my final tour. Here's what he had to say. Um, and the, the, uh, uh, you get it. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah me, definitely. I, think yeah. So I can as see well. what he's. So if you're an Aussie, an Aussie fan, get ready for that. He <laughs> Wait, also, you said it's running from 2018 know, to 2020. To 2020. I'm like, that's wow. a very long. That's quite a long tour. That is a long, long. Do that fair. many people want to go see him in concert? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He also asked where the bathroom was, and this is what he said. Oh, which one? Oh, oh. Yeah. Um, the, the, uh, uh, <laughs> 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 Again, there's so many buttons today. I he just... also said that he would help us in the uh, to get us out of the sweet spot of our mediocre <laughs> radio. <laughs> That's all we need to do is say that. Thanks, Ozzy. <laughs> no doubt Ozzy's seen Champion the movie. Oh, I'm sure. Because yeah. it's legendary. Uh, and if he hasn't yet, if we talk to him after he'd seen it, this is what he probably... <laughs> oh, yeah, see, now I changed back to the other page. <laughs> You got to give a little more advanced warning there. There you go. Sorry, poor Dan. He's got there were so many cuts. I had to put him on a different page today. He's so. got a headache today, and he's having to. I'm You're challenging too me mentally. Today. Sorry about that. Well, let's move along. <laughs> we'll give these guys a chance. Uh, Judd Brennan and Steve Hyland uh, champion the movie. We'll talk about it in seconds after this break. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Faster than a speeding blooper. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick Probst and Dan Radcliffe on Faith Talk Atlanta. Oh, yeah, I love this Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Well, apparently they didn't get the memo today about it being (laughs) red and black. uh, We missed it. Gosh, Judd. You being, and did you hear what he was saying about putting on the headphones? He was using real technical movie talk. Oh, no, I didn't hear putting that. Putting on the cans. Oh, the cans. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because of our pay, that's what we use for cell phones. Cans, <laughs> It's an actual can with it a is, string. Yeah. It is all good. <laughs> Champion the movie, it is uh, out on DVD, and it hit theaters. When was it that it hit theaters? Back in the spring, In May. Right? Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah, so we're going to talk about that. You didn't bring Steve. I thought maybe Steve had had a change a little bit. I said, wait I a did, minute, that's yeah. not Steve. Yes. But Steve, you brought Steve, Colin Brown with you. Yes, I'm standing right. in, standing in. Steve's yes. standing. Steve had Steve a uh, had a, uh, a granddaughter that was sick that he's taking care Aww. of, and Uh-oh. so Colin uh, did a great job playing one of the roles in our film. And uh, so I thought, awesome, he, he thanks. Might be good to come and thanks for uh, along. for bringing him by. You, the uh, director and uh, one of the producers of uh, of the film, we talked to you back in. Uh, was it right before it was released in the theaters? That's we right. We talked to you. That's and, right. Yeah. And you were pretty pumped about it. And it's a story about forgiveness and dirt track racing. In fact, uh, some of the pastors that saw it, uh, there was a viewing or showing. Uh, Here's what they had to say. Powerful, raw, and very real. Life-changing. The movie was so awesome. It was phenomenal. I give it a 10. It was great. Enjoyed it very much. Thought it was awesome, man. Awesome. Uh, It's a must-see movie. That's got to make you feel good when pastors uh, go in to see it. And uh, they're loving every minute of it, right? Absolutely, they'll tell yeah, their friends and they're, you can't keep pastors shut. 
That's right. They just That's keep right. on right. keeping on. No, right? it's it's been it's been great to see how people have responded and connected with the film. And you know, the Facebook's been great because we you know just get to see the comments of people that have been impacted by the story. And now, you know, with a hit in DVD, it's going to have an opportunity to reach more people that it couldn't in theater. So yeah. that's really cool. Well, let's do this. Let's catch up. Uh, are you taking a sigh of relief now, or will that be a few more months and you'll take a vacation? Pro- probably have you about taken an- a vacation. No vacation. Probably another week, and you know, and then we'll be starting to relax because it was just released yesterday just released you'll yesterday want to see DVD, what's, so. what's going on with that's that. right that's right awesome. yeah. how so. cool is it to walk into walmart and see or, or target or wherever it is and see your movie sitting there on the shelf it's actually in both Very i cool. think didn't i read that it's in walmart and target if 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 it wasn't it is now yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's right because you said so uh yeah and amazon and uh lifeway it's really cool and yeah. so uh yeah it was really neat i went there yesterday with uh, uh one of the writers of the film and uh, one of the graphic designers, my wife, we went over to the store and, and took photos and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the cool. DVD, so it was really cool to see <laughs> that's that. That's cool. Yeah. What you have to do is you could do what Louis Giglio does, right? He goes into Barnes & Noble next yeah. door. And signs copies. And he goes in there, sneaks in, and signs all those books that are on the shelf. So you need to go in there and sign every movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can you do that? I can try. Walmart may kick me, <laughs> may kick me up. So. I have a Sharpie. <laughs> Security on alley. Security My, my on wife wanted to replace every one of the DVDs, you know, like just put us in front of Planet of the Apes and everything else to stick us right there on the Oh, on that's, the cap, you know? that's 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 so. funny. Yes. Well, you have enough friends. You could probably get people doing that all the time, and they'll just give up and just let them stay like that's that. That's right. That's right. Awesome. So you uh, the the movie was out in in May. We talked to you right before, and we were we were prepping it, and uh, you were excited and nervous all in the in the same. You were just like, okay, this is going to be awesome. I'm a little nervous. Uh, let's going to see what's well, let's see what ha- what's going to happen. What happened? That's right. Yeah, I mean it's 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 busy times leading up to the to the time a film's going to release. It's, you know, you're insanely busy, but then when the day comes and you you walk into the theater and there's so much excitement because it's. Yeah, a lot of people. It's your friends and family and everybody from the town that you know that has seen you made the movie, and so yeah. it's it's really it's like a it's it, it's awesome, it's exciting. But then it's it's also cool to walk in like two weeks later and there's ten people in the theater instead of you know hundred and and you go in the middle of the afternoon and and you see you know you look over and somebody's crying or mm. or laughing or whatever. It's that's really it's really neat to think about. So now some of the clips that we have, uh, I think there's a later clip that uh, we have, and uh, the one guy's wife. I'm assuming a pastor's wife. Uh, she cried. He said four times. Wow! Um, mm. And I think the last time we spoke, you said there was a lot of humor in it. So it's it, it's both. What is it that makes it funny? It is. It's well, the writing. I mean, the the writers did a great job. So that's that's part of it makes it funny. Mm. Uh, the you know the talent in the film. Uh, Robert Amaya, uh, who you, you guys have seen right. in Courageous, brought so much humor to the film, and so, so do the other actors. And so. Uh, but I think you definitely need humor, right? It's a heavy subject. Yeah, yeah. It's a heavy drama, yeah, yeah. forgiveness movie, but you got to have those light moments to keep this story moving forward. And I think, you know, everybody did a great job. And the crying part. What was uh, the, the crying part? Oh, mm. that's uh, that's attributed to mostly probably the little girl that's in the film. Yeah. So it's Faith Renee Kennedy, and she was at nine, nine years old when she played the role. And so, so many women and, and people, you know, just latch on to her. She just does a great job of bringing depths to that little character and mm. you know people fall in love with her so, so talented so you've heard uh, a number of folks uh have you heard outside of your sphere of influence uh pe- what people are saying well i think that's them? the cool thing that's happened now with it going out through walmart like so we were only able you know it's a small independent film so you're only able to be in a few theaters here in the southeast and a few other places in the country and so now that it's in walmart everywhere u.s canada that sort of thing 
it's it's neat because you, we are starting to see those comments of you know wow it's it's reaching me or I watched it last night and I was crying or whatever yeah you know uh, or this made me uh, call my dad which I haven't done in many years and, wow. and reach out and and ask for forgiveness so those are the those are the cool stories that we're starting to hear roll in and I you know I pray that I'll continue to that hear was, those. and that was your intention from the get go you wanted to make a a, a great movie uh, you know uh, the, this the actors and the the production. But the message that would really touch people's hearts, so they would they would act, that they would forgive. Absolutely, yeah. yeah I remember um, years ago, to what, 2010 is when it, the, sort of the Lord laid this on my heart, and mm. I said, you know, what is this story about? What do you want us to make about? And the Lord kept coming back to forgiveness. I remember telling Colin about it. You know, just hey, mm-hmm. here, here's what I want to do, and and um, and so we just continued on that journey of trying to make a story that would reach people with a message of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So. In a nutshell, tell us about those maybe that don't know. What are you talking about, Champion? It's sure, sure. DVD. What, what's it all about? Okay, well, uh, it's uh, it's a musical. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's coming next year, right? The musical version. In space. Yeah. In space. Oh, that's awesome. No. I love that. It's, Dan, uh, here's our chance. Yes, we can be in, be in this one. <laughs> no, uh, Champion, the story, it's two guys. Uh, one is a race car driver, so it happens at a racetrack. It's very exciting. We shot it in, in Woodstock, Georgia at the Dixie Speedway, mm-hmm. and so... One of the one of the guys is a is a race car driver, and then there's a, a businessman, and it's really how their lives intersect, and how they have to uh, learn to forgive each other of some things that are going on in the movie, and forgive themselves for mistakes that they've made as fathers. So it kind of it kind of tells both their stories as as broken fathers in different points of their journey as fathers. Wow, love that. We're talking with Judd Brannan, and Colin Brown is here. You're the step. Did you say the stepfather? Foster dad. Foster dad yes, in the film. How do you not disturb me? It's okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, how'd you find this guy? Where'd you find him? Well, I'm actually related to Colin. Where it's sort of, sort of is he will claim me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so my my cousin is his wife, and so okay. So, but Al, so uh, your Colin, cousin in law, Co- I guess. That's right. So yeah, Colin, that's right. Uh, so Colin, but has been acting here in Atlanta for many years. Uh, back in uh, the '80s, I guess. Uh, Heat yes. of the night. Oh wow! Uh, I was just a lad with Ken Kington, probably. <laughs> you know, uh, a friend of ours what had a had a mullet back in the Ken Kington. Oh, didn't night. we all? Heat of the night. It's <laughs> actually still one of my favorite uh, favorite shows. Yeah, um, uh, I'll fly away and America's mm-hmm. Most Wanted. So Colin uh, did that for many years. I'll let you tell. More yeah, than, yeah. More than but yeah, I was in the industry. Uh, uh, as a lad and did uh, In the Heat of the Night and I'll Fly Away, so I got the privilege of working with Carol O'Connor and mm-hmm. Sam yeah. Waterston, Jeremy Legend. London. Yeah. Legends. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Stalwart in wow. the business. And then uh, I was called into ministry, and then through some other relationships, I felt God was leading me back into the biz, mm-hmm. and long story short, I was on set in Champion and had a wonderful opportunity to, to play the foster care element of this wonderful story, and so we were a respite family uh, when lead character uh, Sean Weathers is getting his act together, mm. and so that kind of component really is a is a cool element because it shows God's heart to pursue us, mm-hmm. uh, even in our lowest points. And so, it's a without spoiling anything, that uh, that's kind of the nutshell of it. Awesome. Yeah. The movie's called Champion. You being a, an actor and being a part of the cast. Uh, and you being a, a director, uh, trying to get everyone just to kind of flow. Yeah, uh, on your level as an actor, how did you see that flow happen through the, the different cast members? Well, the cool thing about this project is that it being 
a, a, a God-honoring project, a faith-based project, is that, you know, it was really based around the spiritual element of it. So opening up with develop with devotions by, um, uh, I'm escaping the our first AD. Yeah, Al might not. But just, yeah, mm. different staff members and different people on the crew would, mm. would give devotions to start our day. Mm-hmm. So really just having the mindset first that, you know, there's an eternal perspective about it. Uh, so that really was a common foundation that we could just hit the ground running on a spiritual level, opening up with prayer and kind of having that vibe on set for the entire time. Awesome. How did you keep yourselves motivated, if you will, or did you need to be? Well, I mean, the devotions sugar. obviously helped. Yeah, chocolate, <laughs> chocolate my, in my particular. Wife. My, my wife did a great job. She did all the catering on the set, so we had lots <laughs> of candy and uh I was going to say, you probably don't eat well or sleep well, right, during this process. From what we hear, there's a lot of late nights, early mornings, weather changes, uh, cuts, you know, whatever. Demanding. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's a bit like going to war when you're on a movie set. I mean, it's a 12-hour day uh, is the way it works. So uh, your crew's there with you for 12 hours. uh, But then me as the director, you know, I'm uh, I'm having to prep and plan. And so – my days became 18-hour days, that right, sort of right. thing. You know, so it's a it's a long day, and you do it for 23 days solid. You know, wow. so it's a 23 days shoot. You you do, you know you take Sunday off. You know that sort of thing. But um, yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but it's it's fun and rewarding. I mean, on the outside, as you look at it, you think, wow, 23 days. You know, 12-hour days. Sure, that's you know that's doable. But that is that's real That'll work. That'll kill you. Yeah, that's yeah, break, that, breakneck that, pace. I'm, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, I would have been toast by the end of that. The movie's called Champion. And we've got the director and producer here, and one of the actors here from uh, from from the movie. So great response from the film. The DVD is, it started out yesterday. You probably haven't heard much since it's only been out a day. Have you heard any response from it yet so far? Uh, not not in a sales perspective or how how you know that sort of thing. But um, it's been cool. We've asked people to take photos at the store and post them, and so we've mm-hmm. seen some of those. It's, it's been neat to see people picking up a copy or or having a date night or whatever, you know, and that's been really cool to see. And, and, you know, and we released, uh, back in October, uh, uh, on iTunes and that sort of thing. So people have been able to get it digitally for, for a few days now. So now have you managed to, I know the actors and actresses have probably gone on to do other parts and, and things. Do you stay connected? How do you stay connected with those guys? Are you able to do that or not? Well, yeah, again, yeah, I was, uh, the main. Uh, I mean, you have to. This guy, you're related yeah. to. That's right. That's Social right. media. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, one of the great things is a lot of the people that star in the film are right from our hometown of Woodstock. So yeah. I've been able to see them. And then Andrew Cheney, uh, who was um, uh, the main character, was texting him last night. So yeah, we just try to keep in touch best we can. But, awesome. Yeah. We're going to hear more about Champion the Movie, Judge Brannon and Colin Brown here. We'll be right back. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Radcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. Stay right there. Like a happy bell in a foghorn world. It's Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. Look out, it is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Rackless. Speaking of your bell, there it is right there. I love, I love that bell. There you go. And you can ring that anytime. You know, most bell. folks I don't let touch the bell. <laughs> but Dan and I have been together for so long. I had my own somewhere. I don't know what happened to it. It disappeared. Uh, I had to pawn it. Did you? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I needed gotcha. to pay for parking to get in to the building. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I got Speaking you. of parking, we'll validate you. Not that you need validated because you seem pretty secure. Uh, 
uh, where you are. But uh, you're good enough, and you're smart enough, and <laughs> doggone it, people like you. We are important. <laughs> Judd Brennan and uh, Colin Brown here from Champion the movie, and uh, we've been talking about it. We talked to you about six months or so ago when it was in theaters. Now on DVD, it uh, was released yesterday. Did you have a party or anything yesterday on the release thing? Ta-da! I know you did for probably when should it, have at when least it opened I mean. in the theaters, right? Went to uh, went to Zaxby's. Did so, <laughs> yes, you know how to party. Ring it in. Zaxby's a proud sponsor of yes. Champion. Uh, awesome. Well, you do what you can, yeah. right? Awesome. The movie's called uh, Champion. Uh, Stephen Kendrick, who we all have, you guys know him. We've heard of him. Mm. Have you ever interviewed him? I have interviewed him once before. See, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. Mm. They just keep me around as the senior guy. <laughs> but uh, here's what he had to say about uh, Champion. There's a message about forgiveness in the movie Champion where something that could be considered unforgivable is forgiven. Amen. And when you see that example, it ought to challenge all of us to say, is there anyone who's hurt me uh, that I've refused to forgive? Because now's the time to let it go. What kind of input did he have to encourage you as you walk through this, this film journey? Because it was huge. I mean, putting Absolutely. a film together in every aspect sure. is not a walk in the park. Well, Stephen is one of the first people that I, I reached out to uh, back in, uh, I want to say around 2012. Uh, they had made um, Facing the Giants, so mm-hmm. I just reached out to him. And it, it really just started uh, there. Just, uh, just you know, I'd see him at conferences, and I'd run into him, and it just kind of built. And then, uh, um, you know, when they got ready to make War Room in, in 2014, mm-hmm. he said, why don't you know, he knew my desire to make a film. Um, and he said, why don't you come work on our set? And so just serve behind the scenes, uh, you know, in a capacity of, you know, shooting footage and that sort of thing. That's pretty valuable. Oh, it was huge because Mm -hmm. I I not only got to see, I got to see Alex, I got to see, uh, how the camera department worked. I got to see, but, but also how, how, uh, locations work and, and, you know, just, just the whole dynamic of, of film set, because again, again, it's like a, it's like a bit like moving an army. So you've got all these different components. And so being behind the scenes allowed me to see every area. And so that experience was invaluable. It was yeah. huge. And so then just a year later, we're shooting our own film. So uh, Stephen has, has been a great blessing to me for giving me that opportunity. The movie's called Champion. We talked about the writers you directed and produced. We've got Colin Brown here, who's one of the, the actors. The the writer, you said one of the writers may be listening or or watching. That's right. That so, would be uh, the only time they would watch the show, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. You on is that, here, is but... that true, Missy? <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, uh, Missy Reedy, uh, one you know, one of our screenwriters, yeah. did a fantastic job, and so so thankful for her. We also Sarah Nabnet also helped mm-hmm. write the film, and so both both those guys put a wonderful story together that uh, you know that I think is really touching people. Wow. And we were talking off, uh, Mike. You mentioned earlier in the in the movie, you said something about having a respite family. Correct. And so I, I was just wondering. It, it, the writers did they is, did that come from personal experience being respite families is that something that you experienced sure or? sure so yeah so uh, at the time that we were uh, putting the story together for the film uh, my wife and I were going through foster care training you mm-hmm. know at our church our, we live in Cherokee County Georgia and at that time there were I don't know 300 kids in foster care um, mm. and we're at a church right. First Baptist Woodstock you've been there it's oh, uh, yeah. oh yeah say 5,000 people right why is there a foster care problem in our county? You know, yeah. and so so the idea is that every one of those kids could have a home, and so we wanted to be involved in that initiative, and um and so we we're going through training, and and as we were doing, God just kept putting on my heart, you know, this idea of you know James one twenty seven caring for widows and orphans, and how can we how can we put that in the film? And so mm-hmm. we we have sort of a side story of that in the film. It's not the main plot, 
Um, and we don't go into all the legal ramifications of foster right. care and all that stuff, but what we do show is how you can be involved in, in caring for other people. And so that's sort of the idea of, of the, the foster family. The Im- impact. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Colin, you said you, you are an adoptive uh, family. You, you have uh, an adopted child. Yes. How, how big is that? It just the, the respite, because you said in the movie you, you provided respite care. And for those of you who don't know what that is, I mean, it's like taking the child for, you know, even, even an evening just to give the adoptive family a little, a little break. Right. How, how big is that? Uh, well, it's important just to be able to uh, keep the continuity for the child mm-hmm. and just have a, have a safe environment, a loving environment that they can be surrounded by uh, uh, just the, the affection that, that they need. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's dear to our heart because, yeah, I am an adoptive, adoptive dad and our 11-year-old daughter, Aaliyah, and my wife Marlo is uh, just honored to be a part of that story on a personal level. Mm-hmm. So it could definitely bring that bring that to the screen. Yeah. How that how has that changed your world, you guys, your family? Oh my goodness! You step into parenthood, and uh, it has its own set of birth pangs. That whole process. Yeah. But uh, it is there is no words to put in to explanation. Just the the rewards that that is. But yeah, it's it's. Absolutely. And, you know, the cool thing about the film is, you know, the the whole idea of the foster family in the film is that the the family is restored. That's the hope. And so the the idea is that that, uh, you know, you're willing to be foster parents forever if you need to be. But the whole idea Mm -hmm. is that you're trying God's desire is to bring that family and restore that family. And so that's what we try to show in the film. How has that helped in the fostering arena for folks that have seen the movie? Have you heard Have folks that have seen the movie? It's just kind of they just I mean we, we've recons- definitely gotten some feedback from people's like thank you for putting that in there mm-hmm. that was that was my story and so that was neat to, to hear from people that how many ideas were there like that they were like oh we could put this in the movie yeah. we could put <laughs> that oh in the my movie. goodness and you and you being the director have to go yeah we need to you oh know, my goodness yeah I mean I, that's part of the the process so when you know I sit down with the writers and we're talking through everything it's, it's definitely you you can get on all these tangents mm-hmm. and you can sure. end up having a story that right that goes everywhere and so <laughs> you've got to come back and so we kept coming back to that central thing theme of, of forgiveness. Right. Um, and so that's sort of where it landed. Now, once we started watching the film, we were like, wow, there's a lot of fatherhood moments in the film. So that ah. was sort of a, a theme that, that kind of came after, but I don't know if we were originally going for that. Um, but that definitely, you know, shown. Hmm. Is it common to, and being a radio guy, I don't know, but just assume, is there editing on the fly where you see someone, let's say Colin has a line or two that he's working on, and it's just not flowing in the scene, even though it's written, you say, hey, why don't you try it how you want to, or why don't you try it like this, and then, you know, edit it, add to it, take away, whatever, and then it kind of flows better. Is there a lot of that, or scene moving, and that Absolutely. Kind of so that's one of the things that I had to learn as a new director, is like being flexible with mm-hmm. actors, because you, you've got guys that are, you know, our Gary Graham, our, ma- our main lead, Andrew uh, Cheney, who who plays Sean in the film, both of them had a lot of experience, and so... They would say, yeah, you know, this this really doesn't doesn't work so well. Yeah. You know, let's try it this way. And so you have to be open to those things. Hmm. And then sometimes, you know, they want to rewrite every scene. So you have to also <laughs> give a little pushback and say, no, yeah. just, just read it the way that we've, you know, that the I'm writers wrote it. I'm paying for so, this. So it's, <laughs> it, 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 it really this. goes away. So it's, it's, it's a bit, you have to be a bit flexible and, and, you know, stand your ground sometimes, but then give them, definitely give them creativity because they bring so much more to the role than you ever had written. Right. You know. Was that was that hard though? I mean, especially being the first major movie you've done to to go. Well, okay. Well, this is the way I wrote it, but I guess we'll change. Oh it here. yeah, because you're and the, you're the boss. Right? That's right. Yeah, but at the at the at, when you're first learning, 
you you get pushed around a little bit mm-hmm. until you until they know that you're confident too. You know, right. so you have to be confident as well. So it's just there's a little bit of that give and take for yeah. sure. Hmm. We're talking about uh, Champion, the movie with Judd Brannon here, Colin Brown as well, and no doubt you've heard uh, just amazing stuff on people seeing the movie. And it, are there favorite scenes that you've heard? I know you probably have your own. And Colin, was there a favorite besides your own scene? I would think that you it was say, a pretty good one. I, I, was, I, was, I was really good really at that. that. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Are there scenes in there that, and you've probably seen it a number of times, that you could watch over and over again because it's just so good? Absolutely, yeah. So for me, okay. So the racing is is really exciting, right? I love the track. I love the energy. But what's really great to me is when the story, the two main characters, sort of the middle of the film, start coming together and working through their problems. I really love that kind of middle of the the film. They're at this cabin and up in, uh, you know, up in the up in the mountain, so it's real pretty and all that sort of thing. So it's just it's just a nice part of the film. And then there's one major scene, you know, and I'm not going to give it away on the radio. You got to mm. go to Walmart That's and buy right. the DVD, right? But it's, uh, you know, there's this one scene, and 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 nobody's been able to predict it that it that it's coming. But once it does. Um, it'll really, it'll really question you. Like, do I believe this? Do I really yeah. believe in this concept of forgiveness? And so, love that scene. I, I that's what away. I love about. We were talking about this morning about shows like Netflix and and Amazon about the series that we like because of the writing mm. and the surprises. I like to be surprised. Mm-hmm. In my head, I'm trying to figure it out. But anytime there's a surprise, I'm like, ah, yes, yeah. that's, that's yeah. a win for me. Colin, what about you? Are there favorite? Besides your own, we joke about that, and you should be proud that you're a part and a and, and your role. Uh, and make sure you watch that over and over again after you yeah. buy the best uh, supporting the actor. Right? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. What you. scene would you say are scenes uh, or encounters even uh, are, are your favorites? Wow. Well, it ebbs and flows with such neat uh, points. There's the tender moments. There's the acceleration of the racing. Um, then there's the reveal, and I think. Um, I can't put my finger on one. There's probably four or five that really are the mountaintops of the storyline, mm-hmm. which is so well crafted by Missy and Sarah. They did an outstanding job. But um, uh, being able to take the, the the package of forgiveness and put it in a creative way where it's not a campy rendition of like, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus says to forgive. Seven, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. not like that. It's, 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 it's heartfelt. It can be applied to real life. And uh, therefore, the impact, it is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, frankly, I can't take campy. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, and, and I think that's uh, the, the modern consensus is that, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's refreshing to have something that's not. And the champion is what we're talking about. Let's talk more. We'll take a break, huh? Right. Judd uh, Brannon here and the best supporting uh, actor, Colin Brown, is in uh, studio. We'll be right back. I'm <laughs> And I'm Dan Radcliffe. Faith Dog Live. Where ATL meets LOL. Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan on Faith Talk Atlanta. That's right. It is the Wednesday edition of Faith Talk Live. I am Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy hump day. Loving this Wednesday. We've got the crew from Champion the Movie. Well, uh, a portion. Judd Brannan, uh, director and producer. No, he is the crew. He, he was the whole crew <laughs> right. all by himself. I did everything. <laughs> the, the credits are the one, energy. Judd Brannan. Judd Brannan. Right. Judd Brannan. Over Brannan. and over. <laughs> Judd Brannan. Judd Brannan. Judd Brannan. And Colin Brown here. He is uh, one of the cast members there. And we were talking off mic 
about well we were talking movies movie speak were we yes, dan we were. camera yes. angles yeah. and uh, you know insurance policy and gaffers that, that's and exactly how we and say it gaffers <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, gaff, i don't know what a gaffer what is, is a gaffer, a gaffer? It's i've a seen that electrician at- a what? Electrician. Okay. You know. Oh, Why don't voice. they just say electrician then instead of gaffers? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's better. It's movie talk. Okay. <laughs> Who's the guy that holds the boom mic, or do they do that anymore? He well, does, and he wears cans. Oh, wait, yeah, he, he wears, wears cans. cans. He wears right. cans. Nice cans, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sounds like you could get in trouble if you said <laughs> that's right, yeah. nice cans. We've yeah. said it you can only say that on set. We'll talk about Champion, the movie that is out now on DVD. Get yours, and you can go championmovie.com also, right? That's right, championthemovie.com. Watch a trailer. Right. You can download it right there. You know, got the purchase links, all that kind of stuff. Read all about it, and maybe even some information on Judd's next movie. if Yes, right to tell about it we'll find out more about that and it's in just a Rick second and dan. Yes. oh i love it yes <laughs> two how, thumbs up right here right now <laughs> how two washed up radio yes. hosts survive yes uh tomorrow's show a lookout talk about uh wild and it's crazy it's going to be wacky mm-hmm. the o'brien girls when they blow in they blow up and then they blow right yeah, they back bring out. food it's usually weird they food, usually but they bring do it. don't yeah. they mm-hmm. what was that one they had a chocolate covered wiener uh, schnitzel yeah, chocolate covered wiener schnitzel, uh, and they always bring props, and it's just crazy. Yeah. They're comedians; they they are very funny, and they're they they like they are they just don't stop. No, so that'll be tomorrow's show, and uh, then on Friday we've got who do we have on Friday? Do you remember uh, somebody yeah. that we met through Ken Kington? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I didn't mean yeah. to throw that curve to you. I, <laughs> I don't remember, remember the name. I didn't have it written down. Yeah. Somebody we met through Ken Kington. Judd Brennan. That's what they said about right. yesterday. Yeah. Round two. <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> Judd. Judd something. Or yeah, other. yeah. Anyway, so that's coming up on Friday. We're going to have a great couple of days. Uh, meanwhile, Judd Brannan and Colin Brown here, we were talking about, uh, Johnny Hunt mm-hmm. and here's what he said about Dan and I's career, how he's going to And reach us. out to me if I can help you in any way. <laughs> so that's what we're going to do. And that's why we're going to be in your next movie. He asked us to reach, to reach out, out to you. I love you it. Yeah, he can help so. us in any way. How supportive was he, uh, being, mm-hmm. uh, cause you go to first Baptist Woodstock and, and we've, we've talked to Johnny a number of times, been there over the year, especially at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. But he seems to be really supportive of, of this film. Absolutely. Johnny, uh, huge, huge incur- encouragement in my life. Um, I couldn't have made the movie without Johnny. So thankful for him and, and the support that he gave, the church gave. Um, yeah, he's just, he's, he really has been the champion of mm-hmm. the film. So thankful uh, for Johnny. We've got another clip from Stephen. Let's hear that clip. It's number two or three there, Dan. All of us in life are going to be surrounded by sinners going through uh, a journey in a broken world, and we're all going to be hurt at different times. And so it can be really hard when we get hurt to want to forgive other people. Wow, love that. He's really behind this film, and there are other clips we don't have time to play. Folks can see that, uh, his part, because he's talking about the film on your website. Hmm. Um, But he didn't say anything about another movie. Is there going to be another movie, another Mm. A Jed mm. Brannan movie that you, you know, can let I, us in pe- on? People ask me that. I really just waiting to, from the Lord, you know, trying to recover from this one. And uh, and I really just, you know, anything that you invest so many years of your life into, mm-hmm. you know, for this one, we, you know, sort of started in 2010, really got going in 2012. And so five years, you know, if if I'm going to devote another five years of my life, I really want to know that it's from the Lord and that, you know, it's, you know, really believe in what that is. So I'm not mm. sure what that is yet. It may be the Rick and Dan story. We'll see. Sweet. Uh-huh. One of my favorite parts of movies is the bloopers. Do you have any good <laughs> bloopers, funny things that happened on set that you can share? We do, we do. It's on it. Uh, in, now, you're talking about on, on radio right now? Or, yeah, yeah, just I mean, tell a story yeah, of, yeah. of one or two well, funny uh, things that happened. 
Uh, well, the, the one that I, I like to tell that, uh, you know, I don't know if this is radio approved. We'll, we'll do it. Well, sure. So, it's so, Rick and Dan show. So, so anyway. we're up, we're up <laughs> shooting at the lake and, and, you know, uh, Andrew, uh, you know, an actor brought his own clothes from, from LA. So he didn't wear one, want to wear some of the clothes that we had. And he, he said, I'm going to wear these, these, uh, pants, these beige pants. Okay. And so he, he, uh, he goes and he, the scene is for him to dive in the lake. So he dives in the lake, he takes his shirt off and he dives in the lake with these beige pants on. And and we shot the rest of the day, and it was great. We had a great day up there at the lake. And so we're in the editor, editing room, me, myself, the the assistant director and the editor and that sort of thing. We're sitting in a room, and we're watching the scene. And the minute he dives the lake, we all make this face. Oh, oh, my goodness. What, what it, so he looks like, with those beige pants, skin-colored. Oh, he looks, he looks like he's Completely naked, naked okay. in the water. Oh, so, no. So interesting story, is, and we didn't include that in the bloopers, but interesting story is we had to go back up to Bentry and reshoot the entire day because, oh, wow. of, no. because of the wardrobe. So oh, no. it's just one of those decisions that what you make. Color did, what color I mean, did he He just wore to... regular blue jeans the next time, and you know we went to Walmart and got some. Who'd have thought, and, right? Yeah, I mean, That's it's not. Funny. It's just one of those things that you learn, so... It was it was a it wasn't funny at the time, but we can look back on it now and laugh. Is about this it. a Christian <laughs> film? <laughs> so, what is so, he doing? Talk, you know, you're spending money on the daylight, uh, you know, sort of thing on the us set. Us talking so, about that now, um, you know, Walmart now has just sold out of all the champion movies. That's right. Yes, because of that, yeah. the director's cut. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, every I mean, with all the guys, Andrew and Jack and uh, uh, Gary Graham and and Robert Amaya, just just a lot of fun. I mean, they they cut up and we had a lot of fun on set for sure judd brennan talking about champion and colin brown here i I know you don't know what's next for you but i want to set you up here because i really want to know if god said do whatever you want i'll send the people your way to back whatever you want to do uh but what's in your heart to do not that i mean he already knows obviously what would that be on the inside of you that you'd say sure i've always wanted to do a movie Mm -hmm. about blank yeah and i know oh, it's not goodness. about rick and dan i know that's oh, it goodness. but 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 seriously if oh, you had goodness a or, movie on or a cruise a... ship on a cruise ship oh that is the rick and dan show captain you know for me i was that kid that had the the video camcorder you know and i'm i'm down yes. in, mm-hmm. in the basement with my brothers making silly videos and uh, so I've always wanted to be a filmmaker, and it's it's really been cool that uh, now uh, we're at the age where you know technology is affordable and all these things, and so it, it's um, it's really neat to be able to tell stories that align with your faith. Yeah. So that's that was really cool that I could I could uh, take the ministry side and marry that with my love of filmmaking and and make champion. And so my desire, uh, I don't know the specific story, but my desire would be to to make another film that that reaches and impacts people for the kingdom. Hmm. Any type of topic, or I mean, I think a true life story would be neat. Yeah. Somebody, somebody historical that you know that you know is impactful, that sort of thing. What but about I, a series? If if you had a chance to write a series, uh, faith based or not, what kind of series would you? What's in what's in your mm, heart, if anything like mm. that? And do movie makers do they even think that way? Do, is it just primarily I want to do a series, I don't want to do a movie? Really, series is like many movies, right? Mm-hmm. I think some people do. For me, I, 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 I find that in the way that I watch films and the way that um, I guess I made Champion is I gravitate towards those dramas. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so those those things that are you know telling a powerful story, those things apply to me. So I'm not opposed to a comedy or yeah, yeah. You know, musical. 
yeah. if you'd like to do it. But, uh, hey, we'll do that. But, yeah. uh, Come on. <laughs> but, Jazz uh, hands. Yeah, I, I, I think any any of the stories that you can tell that are that are that are uh, creative and and really align that faith element. That's what I want to do. Mm. So. Favorite actor that you'd like to work with beside your cousin mm. in law? Real, real quick, we got seconds. Oh my goodness, this is such a challenge. Yes, mm. that's what we do. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought about that one. I've done dinner theater just to let you know. And Dan, I, Dan I was Jesus a, Dan time, was a so. singing Jesus on the cross is years it? ago. I didn't sing. I was just Jesus on the cross. <laughs> oh, everybody okay, else sang. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought you sang. No, well, I sang in the choir, but oh, not I as Jesus. I thought you were singing yeah. on the cross. Jesus didn't sing. No. Under yeah. the cross. <laughs> you, you should have given me these in advance. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'll tell you what. you got to come back, and you got to have an answer for that okay. question. All right. more. We also it. want to play some of the bloopers when you come back, mm. and we want to hear the pants story again. Oh, <laughs> gosh. Please, no. Hey, check out the film. Get it for yourself and all your friends. And the website then go to is champion. Championthemovie.com. All right. Great show tomorrow with the O'Brien girls. Get ready. It's going to be epic. Have yes, a great Wednesday. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See you. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.